What's up, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of You're on the List uh, here at the Comedy Store. It's your boy, Petey Boy Jones. Uh, we're doing this live on Facebook on Brett's uh, comedy page. So shout out to everyone uh, that's uh, logging on to that. Make sure you check us out. Um, you know, I was thinking of maybe killing some time in the beginning here to get people to sort of log on to the page. Of course. You know what you I mean? Uh, in the studio today, guys, we have a fan favorite. I would argue, you know, we did the top 10. <laughs> we did the top 10 You're on the List episodes. And this guy was on, I think, two or three of the, the top 10 favorite uh, fan favorite uh, episodes. The one, the only. Stevie G, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, everybody? Or what we can really call today is uh, Chris Wilde had the flu. So, uh, because Pete only calls Chris Wilde in when Brett's out of town. So, Chris Wilde must have the flu. So, I guess he he went down the list. It was like, Stevie, I need you. I need you. Well, dude, we have you here for for a special reason, Stevie. Uh, You have a lot going on. But before we get to that, uh, yeah, so Brett Ernst is not here at the moment, if you couldn't tell, or if you couldn't hear. (laughs) <laughs> uh, he's yeah, he's not here right now. He has uh, he has very important uh, Hollywood things to take Wait, care of. Wait, there's no one manipulating and uh, taking over the conversation and screaming loudly. No, there's no no one is just steamrolling the conversation. Uh, but no we one's have sweating uh, in the, the, yeah. the podcast booth right now. <laughs> Eyebrows <laughs> pumping, veins getting angry. Trump. Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's just gonna be me and you today. But we have wow. a we have a good list. But uh, before we get into list. any of any of that. <laughs> much going on by the way before all that pete i gotta tell you the funniest story okay because you know how like i don't know it's like how you you learn certain behavior growing up yeah that may not be suitable for your adulthood or outside of your situations growing up yeah well dealing with brett brett (laughs) i went to vegas and like so so let me explain my life a little bit. I, I, I'm in a unique situation because one of my best friends in the world was very famous in the life of my friend Danny. So I'm fortunate enough yeah. that I wind up in these amazing situations in back rooms and VIP rooms and with amazing people and these certain tables. Yeah. All from him. Great cocaine. No, 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 no. I've never done coke <laughs> in my life. No, no, no. I'm way too paranoid to begin with yeah. to start doing coke. Yeah. But so, so I go to Vegas and – I'm staying. I don't even know if you say the hotel. Not. I won't say anything like that. But I, Brett is in Vegas at the same time. And first off, Brett's the king of. I said, Brett, why don't you meet me? I'm going to be in this such and such room behind the big club. There's this private VIP room. It'll literally just be ten of us to hang out, have a drink, catch up, everything like this. Yeah. And uh, Brett's like, Yeah, I'll meet you. Now Brett's the king of. I'll meet you. And by the way, I have six of my guy friends with me, and Jimmy from the Bronx, and my friend, uh, my my friend Tommy. I grew up with. They're all coming. Don't worry. Right. It's gonna be great. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. We'll, we'll bring we'll bring all twelve guys. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm sure the club That's won't the mind. Worst. I'm sure the club won't mind that that like twelve aggressive guys are coming down. It's the worst. So we're waiting in line. Not not line, but like the, the security pulled the rope right away and moved us to to the front. And you're going through a pad check because it's Vegas and everyone gets padded down before you go. You know about yeah, of course. You know, they, no matter how old you are, they check your IDs, everything like this. All of a sudden, I see Brett getting a little shifty. Yeah, and I see Brett. What's going on? He goes, Hold on one second. I got I got I got to go grab Donnie. Donnie, come here, come here, Donnie. And from his pants, 
he pulls not a fucking knife, like a legit, like like crocodile Dundee machete, like a machete, a machete. I don't know how Brett walks around without cutting his cock off, but he he pulled out a fucking machete. And I'm like, Brett, what are you doing? He goes, You never know. Oh, God. I go, Brett, what are you talking about? This is one of those learned behaviors <laughs> that like that like may have worked in like Florida in like the the late '80s, early '90s. That like you know you wanted to make sure. But with me in the back room of a VIP in Vegas at one of the best hotels. You you don't need the yeah, machete. Yeah, you don't need a machete, Brad. So, so he whips out the machete, and, and like security, sort of looking at me, like, "What is going on? Yeah. Like, what?" And the VIP also is like, "Wait, I got to bring this guy into the club." <laughs> so he's like, "Donnie, come on. put this in the car, in the car, Donnie." So Donnie runs with the machete, like throw, hide, tries to hide it. It's like so big, it's sticking out of his jacket. He runs to the trunk of the car, and now we're stuck waiting on Donnie yeah. to come back, machete free, to go into the club, Brett. God bless you. Oh my God! <laughs> but yeah, Brett, Brett, Brett would bring a machete to Vegas. No, the crazy thing was it wasn't a knife. Yeah. It was like he was cutting down banana leaves, yeah. and banana trees. Yeah. He was like daylight come yeah. and we wanna go home. He was, he, was, he was at the rainforest in the mirage. It's it's crazy, <laughs> Brett. There's no need for the machete anymore. Well, I like I like that Brett's not here because we're on his comedy page and we're able just to fucking talk shit about him. Unbelievable. We should and actually- just and just. You know, we, we might be cutting him out of the whole operation here. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, we may actually change the top ten list to top ten craziest bread stories yeah, we've ever yeah. had <laughs> on, his own, on his own page. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, we got some guys. Uh, we got some people tuning in. I want to shout out the, uh, the year on the list uh, regulars. We got Anna D and Bob Frigiano. Uh, Bob Frigiano, uh, he made a, uh, a cool banner. I didn't want to put it up uh, without uh, Brett being here, but uh, I got a cool banner from uh, – from, uh, Bob Frigiano, you're Bob, on the list. Amazing. Oh, the I a, fridge. I have a bone to pick with you, but what's way. up? Talk I'm to me. I'm a little upset with you too. Why? Just so you understand. Last week, I do listen. Okay? Yeah. Because I want to hear who. But not only that, I want to hear who's better than me. Yeah. Um. Hold on one second. I, uh. Yeah. That's me. Uh. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. So basically, we got a note right now. Let me explain what's going on because because you, you can't see. So Pete who obviously is the richest comedian in Hollywood, drives a BMW. So there was a sign that came in that said, BMW needs to be moved right now. Yeah. So not only does Pete want to show off that he has a BMW, he feels I'm just, like you can, I'm parking in the you wrong can park wherever you want. I guess that comes with the BMW. You think you can park where you want, do what you want. Oh. You're that guy. Yeah, I'm that, I'm that dude. So wait, what is, what is your bone oh, to pick bone with me? bone with you. So last week, okay, and I'm sure we're going to get into this week. Yeah. We had an amazing week. We, it was the premiere of our movie called First We Take Brooklyn. Yeah. So we, I was going to come on a podcast last week, but I was in New York promoting the movie. And Brett's like, don't worry, I got you. We're going to promote the movie. I said, it's amazing. So towards the end of the podcast, Brett is ready to promote the movie. And he goes, all right, guys. And by the way, don't forget about our friend Stevie Gutman. There's a movie coming out this weekend. And it's a big one. And it stars Danny Abikazer, Harvey Keitel. And in the middle of his speech, he goes, Oh, wait, we got a great tweet. Hold on one second. Oh, Cuts off on. Brett, who has the attention span of a three-year-old. So now Brett is on to the tweet and oh, forgot about the movie. Get out of here. Yeah, no, you list, oh, go back I'm and listen sorry, to the podcast. Dude. So finally, but thank you, Brett, because you remembered to go back to oh, promoting he? He the did. Oh, Yes, he oh, did. Good, good, but good, Pete, good, I want to, really, come I'm on, sorry, Pete, let dude. the guy promote my movie. I know. Brett is a retard. 
And I, I and I, I'm sorry. I I should not have <laughs> caught his attention for two seconds. He is. I mean, he he is a large child, and so it, that's my fault, buddy. It's and okay. So I just want to say, if it's okay, I I hope you accept my apology. I it's, absolutely, it's utmost, I accept, utmost apologies, I mean, I buddy. I accept. I accept. Yeah, your Brett's apology. crazy. Yeah. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, yeah. So I thought the machete story would have done it, but now we clarify. No, Brett's, no, no, Brett's no. out of his he's, fucking mind. He's nuts. He's nuts. Um, well, dude, first of all, so tell me about the movie. You guys had the premiere on the East Coast. The name of the movie is, once again. Okay, the name of the movie is called First We Take Brooklyn. All right, it stars Danny Abicaza, Annalyn McCord, Charlotte McKinney. Oh, this little guy named Harvey Keitel. That's cool. Legend. Yeah. Sasha Feldman, uh, myself, Guri Weinberg, Ari Barkin. It's it's a great movie. It's an Israeli mob movie, so it's a different twist on what you've seen on a normal mob movie right. with a different culture. So it really, it's an interesting film to watch. Did uh, did you do a scene with Kaitel? No, I did not. But I got to hang out with him. I got to meet him. What uh, was what was he like, he, uh, Harvey Kaitel? He's amazing because not only is he a legend. He's he's giving. He's generous. If you want to, if you want to take pictures with him, he lets you take pictures with him. He talks to you. The guy, the guy's unbelievable. He's an icon. He's beyond icon. Oh, excuse me. I don't want to forget Eduardo Ballerini's in the movie, and John Carlo is also in the movie. Don't want to, Don't want to forget anybody. Um, Eduardo Ballerini from The Sopranos and Dinner Rush. Amazing actor. Nice. Um, yeah. Did I mention a guy named Harvey Keitel? Also? Yeah, Keitel. That's amazing, dude. Legend. I can't believe it. My my friend Danny is a beast. He doesn't stop making these amazing movies and putting the greatest cast around it and uh, yeah the week was amazing the press there was a ton of press it won Good Day New York KTLA um, and the cool thing is the movie now we're doing our second weekend I don't want to I don't want to forget anything yeah yeah Put, tell, tell us all the details okay, so here are, so is this going to go to wide release at all or is this going to be in one well, of those fancy pants movies that's in certain theaters well it depends because the wide release the wide release depends on how it does in all the theaters right so we had a great weekend in the East Coast in the tri-state area. New York City was sold out. I think Long Island was at 70%. Yeah. Uh, New Rochelle sold out. New Jersey sold out. Bro, when you're selling out New Rochelle, yeah, I know, you right? know you're fucking golden, actually, son. Actually, are... are <laughs> are stepping it up and they're really coming to see this movie we've got a lot of interest uh, New Jersey Brooklyn has been killing it killing yeah. it but alright so this weekend okay so that was the that was the tri-state area yeah now this weekend I forgot to bring my glasses now I know I'm getting okay so at the Be- in Beverly Hills starting Friday night at the Lemley Music Hall Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's coming out. You can go on takebrooklyn.com. I think tickets will be available tonight at 7 p.m. Guaranteed, Beverly Hills is going to sell it this weekend. Word up. So don't forget to buy tickets. Buy them early. Okay, we also, in Encino, Encino Lemley, Encino Town Center 5, going to be this weekend. And we're opening up in Miami at the Aventura 24. Yeah. So everyone we know from Miami, if you want to check us out, please go see us in Miami. Okay. Nice. Dude. So those three theaters. So depending on these two weeks now, the company makes a decision how many screens they want to open. Right. So if we repeat the success that we had in the tri-state area, yeah, we will we will go to more theaters. And I want I always forget now that Miami is part of the East Coast because I re, funny story I was on a date I must have been about nineteen years old, and I was living in Washington D.C. with you. Yeah. We go both of us going to American University. Classic. And um, go Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, had, we had a great football team. Oh yeah. <laughs> This girl says to me on the date, she goes, ah, it's so cold here. I can't wait to move to Florida to get off the East Coast. Yeah. And I looked at her and said, wait, you can't wait to move to Florida to get off the Isn't Florida on the East Coast? Yeah. So I, now it's, it's ingrained in my head to always mention Florida is part of the East Coast. 
Well, that's good. You know, I love that, uh, you know, plugging the movie as you did. I mean, we just lost half the viewers, but, um, you know, it's part of it. It's part of it. You know, really? They left. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. People are, are loving. First of all, they're loving your accent. Um, uh, but uh, Eric Jameson says, uh, so where is Brett uh, out getting a manicure? Absolutely. Yeah, he's getting and a pedicure. Pedicure hunting for cologne. Pierre Kelly says uh, he's probably out sharpening his Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre, it's a true story. Brett yeah. whipped out. It was like this. I mean, literally, it, this thing must have gone down to his ankle. It was, it was bigger. Than, it was like a sword. Like yeah, he, yeah. he was ready to be like touche. It, it's a, it's a, there's always that guy who's like, yeah, just you know, just in case you know, there's, there's some action. I'm like, dude, we're at a fucking bar mitzvah. Uh, like, I, <laughs> we're at the YMCA. What's like, what's going on? <laughs> what is happening in your mind? Right now, that you have to bring a fucking weapon. No, the melding to, of the, to the a world, barbecue. The melding of the worlds is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I even had a friend at the premiere. I brought a friend I grew up with to the premiere, and he, he looked at one of my friends. He says, "Is everything okay?" And my friend says, "Yeah, we have like twenty security. We're good." Yeah. He goes, "Anybody gets out of line, I'll stab him." Yeah. And we looked at him and like, "Don't worry, don't stab anybody. We're good. We're good." You don't There's have always to someone ready to stab, dude. Have you ever been stabbed? No. Yeah, oh, that's... I stabbed myself once by accident. True story. Yeah. I was must have been about nine years old. How old were we when Michael Jackson "Beat It" video came out? Was it were we younger oh, or older than nine? We were we were about there, if not maybe younger. All right, so there's this amazing scene in the video that somebody, one of the the gang members, okay, is yeah. like this with a knife, and Michael jumps in the air and does that like high split with his legs when yeah. he touched the feet. So I must have been nine. I grabbed a knife from the kitchen. We were younger than nine, I think. Probably. Yeah. Okay, so I'll never forget. I grabbed the knife from the kitchen. I still have the scar to this day. And I tried to recreate that scene. Right. And instead of going under my and through my legs with the knife, I stabbed myself in the side of the Whoa. leg. Oh. I, but I, I didn't realize because the adrenaline, I guess, kicks in. So I walked into the kitchen yeah. to go grab something to eat. And my mother looks and there's just blood everywhere going yeah. down the side of my and she looked and she goes, ah! And I started to cry. I looked at the blood and went, ah! So you, and have, went, so you have been stabbed. So I've been accidentally stabbed. I don't get the street cred for being stabbed, but I have been stabbed. Right, right. How about you? I've never been stabbed. You've never been never stabbed? Never been stabbed, yeah. I, and I, I, I like to keep it that way. I, don't, I, I, I agree. I don't want to get stabbed. I agree. Um, Stevie, what else is it? See, now, you're either making movies or what else are you doing? Okay, well, like, let, take us, take us inside, like the Stevie G, like you know, day to day. It's been, well, be, what's it looking like? <laughs> the rea- there's the reality in the fa- fantasy. You still go to the clubs? Uh, yeah, I make an appearance. Yeah, I you guess do. you could say. You know, I'm good for two times a week. Yeah, uh, that- yeah, yo, two times a week is still a lot, dude. Nah, why? You figure, you know, the only problem is at our age, and I realize two you times give, a week. You give a night, you got to give a day. There's no, there's no more recovery. Yeah, you get but up in the morning yeah, and it's like, let me, let me go hit the, the plates like Pete. Look at the, look at the arms. Yeah, the dude. I mean, this look is all, this, this is all I got, man. See, I can't, I, I can't go out if I, if I drink now. I, I'm fucked for like four days after. Do you think I'm Brett too old. gets mad looking the fact that you're in better shape than he is? I right don't now? know, man. Yeah, it definitely bothers just him. Has to deal. He, has, he just has it to deal with him it. for sure. Has the, to just take it. Um, but, but dude, two, ni- two nights a week. So where are you going now? For those of you that don't know, Stevie G over here, uh, and you know we've we've rolled in the same mm-hmm. circles at times, of course. Um, but yeah, you definitely you you definitely swing with a lot of the uh, you know uh, bottles and models nah. uh, <laughs> nah. circles. Uh, I've seen many of famous people at your table. I've been one or two at, mezzanines. You, you, you at many famous people's table. Um, <laughs> no. The the L A the L A club scene to me. Uh, how, how does that compare to like New York City? I actually I I kind of prefer it now. Yeah. Because 
what I find is in well, it's actually changing in LA, but what I find in New York, in Miami, people go out to have the time in their lives. They go big. Yeah. And like they have late first of all, the clubs close at four. Yeah. And then if maybe you do something after the club for a little bit, right, you know, right. it winds up being a late, late evening. LA you go out because you want to go out. Yeah. So it's not that same kind of energy, but that's changing. Yeah, yeah. There's there's not as much of a crazy binge drink, it's spring break party vibe in yes. LA as compared to LA's like, a little more chill. Yeah, which yeah. I, I, now that I'm getting older, the, the a clubs lot more close crazy. it too. Exactly. They're like, get out of here. Why don't you go grab a soup? Grab a soup. Have a tea. <laughs> have a have a have an herbal tea. It's one forty five. Yeah. Time for a matzo. Listen ball. to NPR. I, on, on your way to bed, it's like, you know, just very relaxed. That would be amazing. We need to open an after-hours party called NPR. Where you leave the club <laughs> what, and yeah, yeah. Then you play yeah. NPR. That's yeah. all, you know. And you just shrug at conservatism. You're just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, the, I don't know what they're doing. Um, that's, uh, that's, a, that's what's crazy about uh, when I first moved to L.A., you know, because coming from Vegas, Vegas is it's like a party place, yeah. fucking, you know, that, you know, it's like a, you know, you're, you're going a hundred, you know, you're going full speed. Vegas, I feel like is even harder than Miami and New York because Vegas, you get a lot of Texas, Nebraska. Oh yeah. Iowa that, that they've been saving all year oh, to dude. go to Vegas and they're yeah. going big. And they're going big. They're big. going big. They purposely came to blow money. They're, you know one, they're they're, they're going to get fucked up. It's it's a whole thing. You know what? I'm thinking about it now. Brett may have been on this. I don't blame you for bringing the knife to Vegas. Now yeah, there are yeah. a lot of crazy people in Vegas, Brett. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's you know, I'm I'm I don't do it anymore though. The clubbing, you know, no. I'm, I'm I mean, rarely. Would that, rarely. Would that, that I love that you go two nights a week. But would that have something to do with the girlfriend? Yeah, I think the girlfriend had something to do with if it. If you were single, I mean, would you not be going to the clubs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I uh, yeah, you're right. I think I think having the girlfriend, you know, makes you not go to the clubs. Of course, you know what I mean. Because I I got a girl at home. What am I going to do? There it, nothing. There what? is no place for you. Am I going to prowl? Am no, gonna, you're not going to prowl. Go to hide and try to fucking. You There's know, no reason for you finger to finger bang a, a chick in the, in the, in the booth <laughs> and then pretend like nothing happened. By the way, I mean, that's the fantasy. The reality is. Yeah, that the reality is you have a great time. You have a few drinks with your friends. You you, you pretend you're a rapper for about two hours of yeah. your life. Yeah. You gesture. You 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 say a lot of bad words and yeah. do a bunch of shots and then probably stumble home alone and eat yeah. at Mel's at about three o'clock in the morning. Eat yep. something you shouldn't be eating. Hence, why Pete is in really good shape. Yeah, exactly. I cut and, that out. And uh, I can't fit in my pants lately. Dude, I used to get sore uh, calves because I would jump around so much in clubs. Like if you put like you know Jay Z PSA. If you put on, uh, you know, if you put on like fucking Simon Says, you know, Pharaoh Monge, oh, any, any of that says. stuff, I Get would just, I, yeah, yeah, I would just hop around like a monkey. It was crazy. You know what the problem is now is that very rarely, less and less is that getting played. You have to. Understand. Oh, I know, I know. And I, I don't know the state of hit. Like I'm sure you guys discussed this. Do you thing. listen to? Have you listened to the trap rappers? The, of course. Do you like that? There's a time and a place for everything is what I realize. Yeah. You know, I, 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 when, I, when I think of examples, I use people who are much smarter than me. It's like Chris Rock talked about Jay-Z years ago and is like, love the music, tired of defending it. Yeah. And kind of like it's the same thing with the, the – I, I, we sound like a bunch of old men. Trap, whatever the hell you want, mumble rap, whatever you want to call yeah. it today. 
really like the music, tired of defending it. Yeah. When you're in a club and, you know, it, it's like a great movie, you cut to the chase. Right. You know, a great Beatles song. Why the Beatles were so great, I was listening to an interview on Howard Stern with John Bon Jovi. And John Bon Jovi was like, what made the Beatles so great is they learned they started with the chorus. Yeah. They didn't bullshit. They didn't mess around. Right to the chorus. I want to hold your hand. Oh, she loves true. me. Yeah, she yeah, loves yeah. me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's so, true. So, in the nightclub... Picking up some info from John Bond. <laughs> <laughs> so in the nightclub, if you think about it, especially today, they don't play songs, full songs anymore. The DJ plays about 30, 40 seconds of song, then cuts yeah. to the next song. So he cuts to the chase. So it set up a perfect time for these kind of rappers, these kind of things. And um, so there's a time and a place for everything. Dude, I listened to the guy, I guess, you know, that Kylie Jenner had a baby with a... Oh, uh, Travis Scott. Yeah. Okay. I listen to some of those songs. It's all he's all auto tuned, and it's like I know, but wait, I'm I'm just getting too old for this shit or what? Yeah. Why, why do I listen to that? And I'm like, what is this garbage? Absolutely. But let me ask you a question: Where is Kylie Jenner's parental supervision? What I don't understand here is her mother was like, "You're having a baby yeah. with a rapper," and yeah, he's gonna hang around. He's yeah. gonna be there for for the next thirty is, years. Is that guy gonna be? Is that guy gonna be relevant in you know in I don't know in in five ten years? It, I don't think it matters. All the though. songs I listened to sounded exactly alike. But I also believe that- if anyone knows Travis Scott, if anyone that watching on the uh, on the uh, Facebook Live here knows of who we're talking about or any of the trap rappers, give me your two cents on that because I'm curious. But I actually had a kid argue with me. See, that was my point. But then again, what do we know? Because that's we're older already. A kid was arguing with me. This was a while ago. This that, little mic stand is blocking your face on that camera. That, that's a, that's a right. Of, I'm not that of, pretty anyway. But hold on. Here. Can I, I'll move in like this. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm, getting, okay. I'm getting some notes. Okay, guys. Here Mar- you go. Mary's like, guys. Mary, she's, she's, Mary. She's directing this whole thing. Why she's like, you bugging? Mary, she's am like, I better now? She's like, zoom in and take the mic stand out of the way. So she, she's, I mean, I, I wouldn't even know how phallic. to, yeah, she's very, she knows what, and we're over lit up top here. I got, you know, I, I look like a, I look like ghost face. <laughs> I, look like a, I look like a fucking ghost face. But, um, oh, so the kid was arguing with me that in throughout the history of time, he's like, bad and bougie will hold up and be, be a banger for the history of all bangers. And I said, no, that's just a blip in time. I'm like, there's plenty of songs that are, see what happened with hip hop. I think also today is that hip hop is pop music. Yeah, right? it's popular culture. So anything when it comes to popular culture has to sort of be. There's no time. It's that cut to the chase mentality yeah. of pop culture. You and I growing up listening to hip hop was more about a movement, and it sounds so corny what I'm but saying. It I was, think about, it but it was. was. I felt special, yeah. because I listened to hip hop and I was I, different. I me used to get too. picked on. Because I, I know. Listen to hip hop. I used to. It, I used to feel like I was in like the club, yeah. and people used to make fun of me for listening to and music. Remember when they used yeah. to tell you that? Oh yeah. And because everyone was listening to like you know Guns and Roses or whatever. The rock was at that time and no one you know i'm talking like back in the day i was like listening to like boogie down productions and you the know that, that whole the late 80s the late and, 80s. Then, and and i used to get made fun of for listening to rap music well, and i watched the transition to change because i used to be they used to be picked on and be called like i, I don't know if, what you're allowed to say anymore i'm so confused about it. we can get into sliding in if you want but like i used to be called wigger a lot yeah a kid, me too okay and where i noticed the transitional shift and i have to give credit to arsenio hall because he put hip-hop on kind of a mainstream stage and the moment the exact moment i noticed the change and i discussed this and we had this conversation with a bunch of friends the most influential song in hip-hop in my opinion because of this moment because i noticed this was the transitional change of hip-hop was scenario 
Okay, yeah. Sina- so they performed Scenario, Tribe Called Quest. It also made Busta Rhymes' career when he came yeah, out. As a Kaban, yeah. who took the hat and he all went yeah, free. Yeah. But that was the moment that the kids in my high school went from picking on me to, to asking being down me, with it. do you have that Cypress Hill CD? Right. And it was an interesting shift. Yeah. And so hip-hop, but back to the point, hip-hop became pop culture. So in pop culture, you're not going to spend four or five minute song on conscious lyrics or, or wordplay or and, – and, and, like I said, th- there are a few people doing it, like J. Cole, like Kendrick, but they're not doing the same kind of numbers yeah. as Amigos. And there's nothing wrong with what Amigos does, by the way. That's what they do, and I respect yeah. it, and I think that um, – I love that last Kendrick record was great. But do you know who was at Marquee in Vegas last night? I was dying. I wish I could have been there. Ghostface and Raekwon. Wow. <laughs> I was like, fuck, that would have been so cool. I wish that I was in Vegas cool. for that, you know? That would be cool. Um, yeah, so uh, Jason Vargas says uh, – I grew up listening to uh, all the same rap Brett and Pete did on, uh, in the late 80s and early 90s, and I feel like I haven't heard a good hip-hop song in 10 to 15 years. Uh, Tim Murphy, he says, uh, it's like a bunch of six-year-olds when we're talking about uh, the, the trap stuff. Uh, it's like a bunch of six-year-olds found rhymes to Sesame Street. It's garbage. Give me a big, a pock, a DMX, and late 90s was some of the greatest rap for me. I agree, man. And then I, you know, I took a picture of this uh, dude... Uh, Reddy, what's his name? Little Reddy, or you know, he's Red is in the name, and then uh, some guy from uh, I think is it Brooklyn, uh, Takazi sixty nine or something. (laughs) Do you know any of these people? No idea. No, dude, they have millions of followers on Twitter. They They have they they have face tattoos, rainbow hair. They look like fucking Chucky dolls. But they look like Chucky dolls that have millions of fans on Instagram and. When these motherfuckers stage dive, they have like, you know, they'll be doing like big shows. Sure. No one catches them. <laughs> it's, you know, it's hilarious. That's and neat. it's like, I can't tell if the game is clowning them or if they're clowning the game, if well, that makes I'll any sense. I'll tell you what, though. I have to give them uh, props at a level of commitment. You get a face tattoo. Yeah. There's no going back from that. Oh, you're, dude. You're, you're in. You got to so- see this guy, Takashi69. He, t- he has 69 on his head and... You know, I mean, just the whole face is done up, and then they get the fucking grills. He's got like rainbow, like skittle colored grills. It just looks really fucking. I actually would do grills. I would like the bottom, do bottom gold. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm too quirky and nerdy for bottom. I wonder if that'd be a nice. Grills look weird on most people. You know who doesn't look weird in, is Paul Wall. He's like one of the only guys that looks That's normal true. in grills. Yeah, grills. Like you can see him at like a. I can. He can go to a funeral with a, with grills on, and he'd be fine. You know what I mean? Like he, it fit him. He's everyone else, you look at like Post Malone. He puts the grill on. He just look. He, everyone just looks like they're. It, they, they. It doesn't fit in their mouth. That, fair enough. You know what I mean? mean, Pete? Do you have a tattoo? I don't have a tattoo. Me, I'd be I was talking about it the other day about maybe getting one. I'm not gonna get one. Oh, what are you gonna do? I, 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 I'm not gonna get one. Well, if you were though, what would you do? I don't believe in anything strong enough to get a tattoo. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe like a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Microphones have been the only consistent thing in my life for the last twenty years, so maybe that. I like I wouldn't even know what to do, what to get. Then you have to explain what is the microphone. Yeah. I hope it, my luck would be at the tattoo artist wouldn't be that good to look like a big dick on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my mother actually, it's kinda crazy. I remember my mother told me when I was a kid, she goes, There are some things in life you just do because your mom says so. Uh-huh. And she says, the one I don't ask you much. She goes, The one thing I'm asking you, don't get a tattoo. It's the only thing I please. 
Please yeah. do not get a tattoo. Yeah, you could suck dick for money at, yeah. the, at the port. That, that's but, right. But, but just don't so, get a tattoo. So go hustle that ass, son. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. work that, but do not get a tattoo. Yeah. And whatever reason that resonated with me, and it's the same thing, I don't know what I would want for, for life. And also, to you kids out there, a little PSA. When I was young, when you're young, you tend to want to go big. So at the time, I was like, I'm going to get a hamsa, which is the, the hand of God, and I'm going to put it on my back like God is watching over my back. Right. And I'll do a big one, a big, huge hamsa on my back. You know what? In retrospect, I am thrilled I didn't get the big hand of God on my back yeah. giving me the five finger. So trust me. Don't give in to impulses. When you're young, you think those impulses make a lot of sense and they're cool. You're going to wake up one day and go, wow, I have a six-foot hand slapping me on my back. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, that'd be weird. It would be weird. Yeah, it's like almost like the hand is kind of, you know, would it be like this way or this no, way? No, no, it's this way. So it's almost, so it'd be like this on wow. your back. Yeah. But it's it, like he's like forcing you down for a hand job for a blow job or something. He's like, you know, some Well that like, would be fine as long according to my mother, as long as I didn't have the tattoo. <laughs> All that behavior is okay, just no tattoo. But Pete, let's get back to something for a second. So you were telling me so you part of the reason you don't go to clubs is because of the girlfriend. Right, right. Now now club now those of you who don't know, Pete had a Pete did all right for himself in nightlife. <laughs> he was the host of let's go, Beaches Madhouse in yeah, Vegas. Yeah. So he was flying around rooms in Las Vegas. Big, big Las Vegas act, star, club, club head. It, it's a part of his culture. Yeah, oh yeah. Now, I like to joke that Pete took all that from me. He learned <laughs> about me in, uh, in, 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 in college with yeah. the hip-hop and the clubs and everything like that. And kind of just said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take over this I guy. just took your persona. My persona and ran, ran with it for, for his adulthood. But, so the thing is, is there, I'm going to be for real now. Yeah. And, and don't be mad, your, your girlfriend's name is Whitney, right? Yeah, Whitney, okay. yeah. So do you find that, Okay, because it's such a big part of your life. And you see, you're like me. You, I think that you enjoy those large, entertaining environments with quick conversations and things are going like this. Yeah. And it shoots your brain chemistry up and you're having fun. That's why you jump around. It oh, yeah. suits your persona well. Not not for the ego stuff. Just suits you. Do you find yourself ever watching Netflix lying in bed kind of having a resentful moment towards your girlfriend because you're like, fuck, I, I kind of want to go do this stuff also, but I don't want to mess with my relationship, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. Real. To be honest, yeah. I mean, there's definitely that feeling because it was – and you know, and after being exposed to that life in Vegas – and that's what was so great about it and just like you, you, you were describing – when you're dialed in, you're able to kind of go from you can hit this spot, that spot, you know, and jump around like, you know, you're not waiting on lines. So it was it, you know what I mean? It was very much a it was a very cool life. And I like that idea of uh, being exposed to different personalities. Sure. And, and it's, it's a very it's a very I'm a, I'm a social person. So it was a, it was a very uh, it, was, it was like a utopia for for being social. And, and, um, and also, I miss and I miss that. I by miss the way, that. before you before Whitney throws you out, let me yeah. clarify something. Here. This has nothing to do with ass and girls. No, and like, no, no, no. It's it's a lifestyle, and um, and it's the same group of people that you wind up seeing in that lifestyle constantly. And it's 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 a bunch of you that you feel that like you're part of your thing. Yeah. Now, so. So does she mind if you're ever like, I want a night out, I want to go big tonight, and you come home at three o'clock in the morning drunk? Does she care? No, so no. She's cool. She's with very her. cool with that. Yeah. If I if I you know if I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be out. As long as I tell her like, yeah, I'm gonna be out or whatever. She she. Do be you cool check in? Are you like? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You gotta check in. She- I mean, not like crazily, not like crazily. Okay. Like there was one night where I wanted to go. There was like this after hours like poker room that I always wanted to check out, and it's like you know almost kind of sketchy. Okay. 
and I wanted to go, and I just hit her up. I'm like, hey, I got someone that knows where that room is. I just want to go check it out, and she was cool with it. See, I would be cool with that, too. I don't think that that's an issue when dating. Like, you're like after hours poker. But if you're in a nightclub surrounded by kind of the things we were talking about. Right, you know, right. That's where it's weird. It gets a little dicey, but um, I don't know. I'm sort of getting to a point, though. It's funny. The, my, I have a good friend. He tells me the grass is brown everywhere. There's no grass. It's green. <laughs> All right, he says, "Look around." He says, "That guy wants to be you. You want to be that guy." He's just brown everywhere, yeah. and it's true. Yeah. Okay, right now, in my perspective, I'm thinking, I'm like, I would give up all this nonsense for the nights watching Netflix with, with not Whitney specifically, right, by the right, way. right, right. I right. mean, but so, uh, my Whitney to sit down and watch my Netflix, and she makes you something a little nice to eat. Oh wait, it's 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 2018. You make her something to eat, right, right, or whatever, and so forth like that. And you cuddle. Oh my, I, yeah. I became cornball as I got older. Yeah, but that's that's the stuff that's important. And I don't know. It's just weird. It's like. We can trade places for a week, I think. If, you want. <laughs> if Whitney, if you're down for this, I pro- no hanky panky. Don't worry, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep it calm. But we'll cuddle in the bed, yeah. and Pete will go out, and you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not a great cook, but I'm a great cuddler. No, um, I'm, I'm going to keep my life. You're going like, to keep your life. I, I, yeah, I okay. like my life, dude. Right, I deal. like my life. But it's but it's true. It's a definite. It's definitely a different world. You know what I mean? Like as far as from the the, the days of going to clubs and being in a relationship. Like I like you know my my life now. You know, sure. I, I like. I like it. I like it. How many years has it been? Seven. Seven years. Wow. <laughs> what is going wow. on? But we've talked about this. Am I allowed to blow up your spot? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. When are you getting married? <laughs> Seven years. Seven years. Put a ring on the girl. Right. No. She wants a ring, Pete. Listen to me very carefully, okay? No. She She's playing right now. It's cool. We're together. He loves me. Da, da, da. But you know, she picks the phone. She calls her mother and goes, What's going on? Good. How was Brett? Did Pete propose? Yeah. Every day of her life. I'm telling you. She's waiting. for Get the girl the ring. No, dude. We're good. We're no, good. you're not good. Trust me. Can you call Whitney? Whitney, can you call Pete's phone right now to the podcast so we can speak to you? I can speak with you, and we will convince Pete and talk to him and say, listen, it's enough. There's an old saying called shit or get off the pot yeah we're gonna make pete get shit or get off the no pot. dude we're no we're happy no no we're, no, according we're to not you, looking to get married no, we're just no happy. You're, you're saying you're not no, looking no, no, whitney's happy too no okay whitney, we, we don't want to get married whitney, we don't want kids call, we're good please call call we're in good. Whitney and let's discuss this the three of us kevin stewart says pete still clubs i have video i'll post <laughs> of pete dancing at jr's ocean bar and grill which is true for my birthday okay i did go to jr's and seaside and we had dinner, and then we stayed and danced and whatever. And Kevin said that I, it was one of the longest times he's ever seen someone like stay in the let me in, in JRs because we got there at like six thirty or something, and I was there until three in the morning. Pete went big. Yeah. But let me ask you at JRs because I don't know if you can see on okay, Pete. Give him a muscle. Give him a flex. Show him what's going on at JRs and Seaside. Pete is in the worst shape out of the whole oh, club. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. Sure. There's six-pack abs and cologne everywhere. Oh, yeah. oh, everywhere. Yeah. I'm nothing at JR's. Nothing at JR's. Yeah, I'm like a puny, chubby dude. dude yeah. <laughs> They're like, why is this kid fucking walking around with so much of that baby weight? Yeah, and, I, and those baby weight are my muscles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't make I mean, I have a body like a veal. It's like skinny <laughs> with just fat and no muscle. I really have to get in. This is getting ridiculous, by the way. Because I you, This is how also I know getting older i used to be able like i would eat what i want and then i'd kind of diet for the week and like be good about it now if i eat what i want even if i diet for the week i don't lose it anymore yeah that's the thing man it's growing in weird places i used to i used to let myself go around the holidays and a little bit before and then the beginning of the new year work it off and now you do and i can tell you right now it's harder to work it off now well, that's where the steroids come in. Yeah, yeah. Listen, 
<laughs> guys, I, we, I've been accusing Pete for a long time. Yeah, I never of, fucked with that. I wouldn't even know where to get steroids. In, of using performance-enhancing drugs, okay? <laughs> he, he's using performance. There was no way that he's in as good a shape as he is <laughs> traveling, going to JRs, yeah. getting a slice, the comedy <laughs> life, okay? The club life. And the guy has, guy has, guy has abs. Dude. He has muscles. Dude, you know, Pierre Kelly says the Takashi. You, you got to look this shit up. Takashi six nine stage dive. The definition of immediate abandonment. So you got to see some of these videos. It's so funny. There's literally thousands of people at this show. Now I don't know if they came to see him or not. That he might just be on a show that other rappers, rappers are on, are. which happens a lot. Uh, he went to Minnesota for the Super Bowl, and this guy, like, he apparently has some, you know, some sketchy past. People are throwing shit on stage. Like, he's been getting disrespected a lot lately. He's, it's one of those. He's one of these rappers that World Star puts on their Instagram. So World like Star a- is like making stars out of shitholes right now. Like, as far as like people go, and they're making they're they're making this guy kind of a star, and he jumps off the stage, and you see the the place is packed. And then somehow they they create a fucking hole, and the little (laughs) this little motherfucker, this little motherfucker with like fifty thousand dollars worth of chains on, just falls down and just into oblivion. So is he like the Johnny Knoxville of hip hop? Basically, dude, he's like he is like um, what was the white dude from MTV? Uh, You know, the white rapper with the grills and um, the um, tattoo. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh, Jody something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, Jody uh, High Roller. Jody, What's his I, name again? I actually like his persona. Yeah, yeah. No, he's great. He's great. See, now but, it's, but what I'm saying is what, what Jody High Roller did. What, why can't we think of his name? It's Jody High Roller. He was from a reality I show. I know, but uh, th- Jody High Roller is his fucking, uh, is his like Twitter handle. Yeah, I know. Um, it's um, Somebody tell Pete on the thing. But by the way, what, where was that? Where did we come from? Riff Raff. Thank, thank you, Chris. Chris <laughs> thank you, Riff Raff. Yeah, when Riff Raff came out and he just sort of opened that door. Of like rappers being able to do some crazy shit, which is I'm cool with, uh-huh. and what we're experiencing now in the trap world is sort of like an, like a, an abomination version of that. It's 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 a little but crazy. What's this thing with rappers now getting big? You see, I'm very I'm very confused about this part of society. You know what? You know the song. One of my favorite songs is Radiohead. I'm a creep. Yeah. And my favorite line is I don't belong here. Right. Because I'm starting to feel like I don't belong. I really I don't belong here. Because w- w- when did it become that? The biggest rappers are coming from reality shows. Cardi B's a reality star. Yeah. Think about it. Now, I'm not knocking Cardi B. And you have to, it's so funny to tell you, I have to go and I have to prerequisite everything to explain because you can't say anything anymore. I, I'm not knocking Cardi B's hustle or even, it's the catchiest fucking song ever. No, no, right. no, you can fuck with me if you want. But the point is, is that she, she came from a reality show. When are the reality, when did it happen that the reality star became president? Kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean. That, that's we're here, pal. This has been happening for a while. I guess so. The president's a result of that. I guess. Um, hey, so listen, we got to get to a list here because we, uh, we have. This is a fucking amazing list. If right. you can pull up the article that you sent me last oh, night. Oh, I gotta find. It. By so, the way, wait, wait. Before the list, Pete, real quick, I just want to remind everyone again. This weekend, first we take Brooklyn. We're doing our second week in Brooklyn at the UA in Sheepshead Bay. Okay, we killed it the first week in Brooklyn. You came and supported. Unbelievable. Please come out again. Let me read you guys the other uh, the other locations again. It's at the Lemley Theater in Beverly Hills. You have the Lemley in Encino and you have in Aventura. Hold on one second. Aventura. So let me. Okay, the Lemley Music Hall 
uh, in Beverly Hills, the Lemley Encino Town Center 5, Aventura 24 in Miami. Aventura, let's go, Miami, let's go. And Brooklyn, Brooklyn, UA, Sheepshead Bay, you got to come out and support this weekend. All right, All right. so let's get to it. Let's get okay, to it. Okay, let's get to the goodies. Uh, okay, so we're going to do uh, – you sent me an article last night uh, from a Yankee player yeah. who just got busted selling drugs. Uh, apparently, he was moving some weight. Yeah, he was doing all right for himself. What what uh, what, what were we looking at with that one? How so much he, was he? He was busted. So the, the New York, God bless the New York Post. Yeah. Before it's, reality TV, there was the New York Post. Yeah. They give it to you straight. The article, ex-Yankee pitcher. You should actually read it with your beautiful radio. No, voice. No, no, there you go. Do it in the tell, radio. Tell me what we got. Do it in radio. No, we got ex-Yankee's pitcher uh, busted as alleged drug kingpin. Okay, so this is Esteban Loiza. 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 Okay. I think he won a Cy Young. How okay. do you go from Cy Young to moving weight? So he's being held in South Bay Detention Facility, $200,000 bail. Uh, this guy, yeah, he spent 14 seasons in, uh, in the major leagues, <laughs> uh, including a brief stint in 2004 with the Yankees. 46-year-old Mexico native, uh, also pitched for the Pirates, Blue Jays, White Sox, Nationals. So the guy clearly has the guy has a, uh, a, pretty, a, a pretty well-rounded career. A two-time All-Star. Yes. And the second winningest Mexican pitcher in MLB history. Next to after, Valenzuela. After Valenzuela. Now, hold on. Before you could, how do you go from being an all-star? That means you made some money. So how is it that, like, now, wait a second. real estate, he stocks? Finished, he finished second in the American League Cy Young voting in 2003. Yes. Uh, and the year he started the all-star game uh, and, and earned 43 Point seven million dollars as a Say pro. What? Say 40, what? He's earned forty three million dollars, forty three point seven million dollars as a pro, which means like, fucking get a finance guy. You know, he did have a finance so, guy. His friend from around the block was like, "Yo, I Jesus. got, I got the idea. We're gonna move some weight." Yeah. So we were thinking about uh, doing a list about the top ten scumbag athletes. <laughs> Um, now there's there's and I spoke to Brett last night about uh, about some there's there's a lot to talk about here. Okay. Uh, first of all, one of the first ones that comes to my mind as a, as a Phillies fan is Len Dykstra. I don't know if he makes this list at all, Great but he I mean he like at one point like was like running like a Ponzi scheme, yeah, was he like, 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 like doing like Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, like, like that's another guy. Len like, Dykstra must have made a hundred million dollars. Yeah. what are you doing? What do you what? Why would you do this? And then you know, and then he just became like a crooked car salesman or something like that. You know. It's just kind of like you know, it's it's some real scumminess. He he has he has he has uh, some real. Now hold on, Pete. The list. Now I have a question about the list because there's certain ways we can go with this. Are we doing funny scummy, or you want the real scumbags mixed in with the funny scum? Because because one, if we're doing that one and one a, are OJ Simpson and Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, they they, they tie. Well, you jumped the list there for a second. Yeah, murder is different than running a Ponzi running scheme. Running a Ponzi. Okay, yeah. so but so you know, obviously Aaron Hernandez. Uh, he he like killed people. Double double homicide. He was yeah. accused of another murder. He pulled a double homie. By the way, how crazy. You go shoot somebody, go play football on Sunday, and talking to reporters, yeah, the scheme was good and this and that. Yeah. With, with a murder on your car, you, yeah. and, and a double murder, you have another one. You got. So the, the question is, are we going that route on this list, or it's just scumbags? Like I think I think we got to find a delicate balance between the two, because um, there are there are certain stories that are fucking like criminal and you know involve murders or you know or other violations of women and whatever sure, and then there's like the scumbags like you know you know like doc and daryl i mean they, they i mean they were just more addicts and sort of like sleeping through 
They're sleeping through like victory parades, and you know, no, and, they can get much more scum. <laughs> my favorite scumbag, though, there are two. My, well, my favorite scumbag. And I actually, I'm sorry, I don't mean to call you a scumbag, but you're such a character is amazing. It's Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas wanted to play a practical joke on another teammate, so he took a shit in his shoe. <laughs> in the locker room, what he a shit scumbag. in a guy's shoe. Then I, there's a very famous Gilbert Arenas story that he pulled a gun on another teammate in the locker room. Yeah. By the way, Gilbert Arenas signed a contract for a hundred million, million dollars, dollars yeah. and decided the smart move is to pull a gun in a locker yeah. room, and that won't mess with my. Hun- Let me explain. If I was offered a contract for a hundred million dollars for the life of my my hundred million dollar contract, you wouldn't see me. Yeah. I would play the game, go home. Uh, I, I I would take up chess. Yeah. I would be the greatest guy in the world. There'd be no two time a week nightclub anything. I'd be protecting my investment. After I'm done with my hundred million, my, my contract, and I know my money is secure, then I'd go be a scumbag. But yeah. whoa, I need to make this money and earn my living. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. But how he shit in the guy's shoe, Pete? Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty amazing. It's that's that's that, up there. So, dude, I, I'm gonna put Gilbert Arenas on this list for now. No, okay. Like just just for that. Just shitting in someone's shoe is – that's I mean, that's – that's uh, actually, th- there's practical jokes, uh, and then there's, like, shitting in someone's shoe. What's a, by the way, how do you – I couldn't even imagine how your aim is – I couldn't even have to put a, a high – well, I guess the NBA players are big. The only way I'd how be able to – How do you get to, it in there? I'd have, to, I'd have to get one of those um, rubber gloves or something or a pla- – <laughs> And then, because I'd have to handle it. There's no way I can go f- right from butt to shoe. Yeah, your poop. I your would poop need to. Not, your poop aim game is not that strong. I mean, I don't have to practice. I mean, you, the, the toilet bowl does all the work for you. Absolutely. It centers you. I mean, you're not doing anything. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't know how to do that. No. And depending what you ate that day, how it's coming out, it could be splatter. You mean consistency? Like... Yes. <laughs> That's so fucking disgusting. Um, well, listen, Dykstra. Dykstra. I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna put at the bottom of the list for now. All right. Um, you know Trump's Dykstra by a million. Who do you got? Oh, I love this guy, Lawrence Taylor. Oh LT. yeah, LT. LT. LT is is a, is a special spot on this list. You could have ten on LT alone. You could do a top ten LT list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some of my LT favorites. Tell me, tell me some LT hits. Okay. Some of the some of the top hits of let's LT just start, scumbaggery. Let's just start with the fact he doesn't remember the day he was drafted because he had forty one beers. All right, <laughs> right. He used to, he used to do, he used to buy hookers and send them to opposing teams' hotels to hopefully sleep with and tire out the opposing team's star players. Wow. So that was another LT maneuver. He used to drink, this is one of my favorites, okay? He used to drink uh, a strawberry milkshake laced with penicillin to prevent getting STDs because you knew. (laughs) Does that work? I I mean, I don't know. He's still living. I guess penicillin, I guess, I don't know. Maybe that would, that's Penicillin with some Windex, you know? This is, or take a little hand. I love that. LT, okay, what else? LT, uh, He just goes to McDonald's, gets a strawberry... Milkshake and then yeah. fucks everybody. Laces it with, with penicillin and goes raw, <laughs> raw on any dirty thing. He was caught banging a 16 year old hooker. Okay, who said that she was 19. So, was, right. but still, I mean, uh, oh, this is my favorite LT story. He went to a players' meeting with Coach Bill Parcells. Now, you, I don't know for those of you who don't understand, Bill Parcells is the one who started the Bill Belichick's of the world. He's the godfather of real coaching in the NFL. Right. So he's a hard-nosed coach. You do not show up late to a Bill Parcells meeting. He showed up to the meeting in handcuffs. Now, the thing is, the handcuffs were not from police. Right. They were from the hooker who forgot to bring the key. So he said, fuck it. And he just showed up to the meeting in the handcuffs from the hooker because he didn't have the key. So he went right to the meeting. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that real? It's a true story. LT is amazing. LT is maybe number LT, one. LT LT's not, needs to be near the top of this list. Like murders aside on the other guys, like you know what I mean? Oh, no, no. LT and scumbaggery? Is it, LT's a straight-up scumbag. It's scumbag. Um, so – we, I have some, uh, I have some ones that uh, that I was thinking of. I don't know if you remember uh, the story of Mark Chimura. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna see if I can just pull up. Sounds see. like a verb more than like like you got chimured. Yeah. Oh, dude, this is somebody got chimured in an amazing way. So Mark Chimura, let me, I'm just gonna see. Um, so yeah, so he he got wrapped up into something where. He like he like fucked a, like he had like a threesome with like high schoolers, you know, and he was like thirty something. Okay, and, and he was like banging kids. Like, like I'm gonna, very I'm very gonna, very political. It's very funny. He was banging fifteen year olds at thirty six. It people gonna get murdered on this. But it, I mean, it's it's like I mean that's that's pretty much uh, that's 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 the height of scumbaggery. I think. I, I mean, think so too. I mean, I mean, he got the girls. I want to say that he got them like kind of hopped up on some. Drugs. Wait, was this at a party? Yeah, he went to like he went he went to a house party. <laughs> I'm not saying he like he seeked out like kids and fucked them. He oh went, no, he, he did went, seek he, out yeah. the kids and fucked them. He went out. He went to a house party and you know gave him some drugs and then like I think like he like it was like one of his babysitters or something, and then he just started banging everybody. So yeah, so that's that's. I mean, he. I'm just trying to picture that scene of like it's a bunch of kids partying, having fun, and someone named Chamora walks in. Yeah. And they're like, Chamura's yeah, – it's not like they didn't know him and they weren't excited. So it's probably not the first time that he's chamurred the whole high school party. Tell me. No, they, I just took it to the next wait, level. Wait, 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 wait. So he went – what did you say? He, he went it's to the, a – He took it to the next level. So he went One to – One of them was his babysitter. What, a babysitter and the daughter of a baseball player. Now, Mark Chamorro played baseball or football? No, he's a football player. A football player. He played, played for the Packers. Amazing. So, so it's, it's, so, so actually, that, it's the same city. So he went to, <laughs> the other girl was the daughter of a brewer. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I want to say he fucked, I think he fucked three girls. It was two or three girls. Well, well I mean, if you're going down that path, you know, he's not stopping at one. Yeah. But where, I, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's, uh. Yeah, so the eighteen year year old in in the uh, in the trial said that you know he raped me. Um, well, she was seventeen then, uh, and he was like a six foot five, two hundred pound former athlete. So he was in his thirties. What a fucking piece of shit! Yeah. By the way, I'm sorry. I have to say something quickly because yeah. I'm not supposed to, but fuck it. See, that's the difference between being a fucking piece of shit and a on Seri. So just please, everybody, Aziz Ansari is 5'2", 125. Yeah. No one's feeling threatened by Aziz Ansari. You can, you can, Mark Chamorro is a piece of shit. And I, I don't know. You get in trouble for saying things like this, I guess. But like – Yeah. Aziz, no, no, no. Everyone's saying that about Ansari. But no one – Bill but, Burr. I saw Bill Burr on stage a couple of weeks ago and he was like – he was talking about Aziz and he was like, he's got a – he's like <laughs> – he's got the – He's got the physical prowess of a seventh grader. Yeah, basically. You're telling me you can't fight him off? 
No, but it's not to even fight off. Yeah, there's, like, there's nothing to fight off. There's nothing. Let's please stop confusing things. Uh, Mark Chamura's got to be on this list. He's got to be pretty high up there. Oh, no, you get Chamura, Chamura walked into the house party with a six-pack and some blow yeah. for, for the junior for the, for the junior dance. No, he's definitely up there. Chamura, Chamura should be, I think, I mean, he's definitely got to be up there. Um, what's his name? Uh, Brett. He said Ray Carruth should be number one on this list. Why Ray Carruth? He said Ray Carruth um, killed his wife and his girlfriend, and the and and I think the girlfriend had a baby, you know, growing inside of her, and they, the baby was born, you know, without the mom being alive, and then the baby had some problems. And he was like, "Yeah, that's pretty much a, the worst scumbag." Yeah, that that was me just even saying it. I can just tell the way it just, was shocking. Yeah, the way you just described that though, that you like, which is kind of weird. You said so the wife was killed and the baby and the baby had some problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the baby yeah, had yeah, some yeah, problems. Yeah. My dad killed my mom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Vargas says uh, I can't remember their names, but uh, there were two Yankees players in the seventies that did a wife swap. And one of the guys ended up divorcing his wife and leaving his family. Yes, I've heard of this story. Vargas, there's Google. Go on Google and get the names. Let's add them to the list. Oh, man. LT for sure needs to be on the list. Victoria says, the level of creativity he went uh, for to uh, to be trash is impressive. Wait, that's hilarious. She says, the level of creativity he went for to be trash is impressive. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Yeah, so, I mean... I think I think on this list right now, who else did you just say? Did you just say someone else? Uh, no, not yet. LT needs to be on this LT. list. LT is going to be near the top. LT. So here's the deal. Where do we put OJ Simpson, who who got away with a double homie? No, no, no. Killed no. his wife and a waiter. Yeah, yeah. that's oh. pretty. That's pretty scumbagish. That's, no, you see, to me, I, I do. I, yeah, I, <laughs> and then and then he starts dating a, a woman that looks just like, like the wife, wife he killed. And then, by the way, and then goes and. and he winds up getting arrested for robbing a guy. Like, like, where did your life yeah. spy? What? Re- the real question is. I'm that- putting OJ at number one. Can I put him as number one? See, I think there's a. It's it's like there's there's a triple number one. I think one A, one and one A. One is OJ. One A is Aaron Hernandez, and one B has to be Ray Cruz. They're, they're on some other level shit. Yeah. And by the way, I, they did a study on Aaron Hernandez's brain. Whatever that nonsense is that you're shot from all the hits, he was completely shot. One day, it's got between. See. The elephant in the room about football that yeah. nobody wants to talk about besides taking the all these CTE, hits. Yeah. Besides all the hits, though, how much steroid abuse they're actually – you are not naturally 300 pounds and, and say, they're all on juice. I'm right, sorry. Right. It's just the truth, okay? There's a difference if you look at a basketball player and you look at a football – there's a difference physically between the two of them. There's a reason that those guys are that big, that nasty, and they're taught violence in a game their whole lives combined with the steroid abuse, combined with the, the, the HGH, combined with the hits, and you wonder why they all flip, okay? Yep. Nobody wants to talk about this. It's like a big secret that they're all doing juice. Yep. It's it's yeah. I Am mean, I wrong? No, no. Football I, players I, not doing juice. No, I, and it starts I at a young age. It starts in high school. Yeah, man, dude, Caruth. I'm reading off of his stuff. It says uh, on November 16, 1999, near Caruth's home in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Cherica Adams, a real estate agent he had been casually dating, was shot four times by Van Brett Watkins Sr., nightclub manager. Blah blah blah. Adams managed to call 911. So wait, so and so that Caruth has stopped his vehicle. Adams is very much pregnant with Caruth's child. So did he have someone kill? I don't know. Adams' death and captured. Oh man, he was found hiding in the trunk of a car outside a motel. That's never good. 
Well, normally anyone you have to resort to going to the motel, you've done something bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was he was found guilty of uh, conspiracy to commit murder, shooting into an occupied vehicle. Yeah, so he did make he did let off some shots. Yeah, he's uh, one B and one using C, and using an instrument to destroy an unborn child. Oh no 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 no! no. You know what? You're, 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 that is so sad. Ray Cruz number one. Brett, you hit it on the head. Dude, Ray Cruz is Ray number Caruth. one. Dude. Ray Cruz is number one. Now, oh, I'm so disgusted after reading that yeah, sentence. I all right. Now, For this point on, we're not discussing Ray Karuth no, done, again. Done, right? You're done. done. You're Ray Karuth is number one. <laughs> what about oh Tanya God. Harding? What does Tanya Harding fit on the list? Was that movie supposed to – people like love her now. By the way, I, that movie's unbelievable. But you know, she's, So did she do bad things or not? People were well, like loving movie, her after the, the movie, movie came out. The movie wants to leave you feeling like maybe that she, she didn't have a – trust me, she knew. Listen – it's not like the boyfriend went off on his own and decided, listen, she knew she was there. Even if she, she didn't, she egged him on, I'm sure. I, I say guilty she's on the list. You know who else is really good for the list, by the way? Talk about a guy worth hundreds of millions of dollars that wants to make a really great decision in their life. Yeah. What does Michael Vick fit on this list? Michael Vick should be on the list for the dog fucking That's my shit. Point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna, he's, but, that was some scumbaggery. And he had like a full operation. Oh, no, it he, wasn't like he, he was, was he, he wasn't dabbling. He had like a fucking like a fantasy camp of dog fighting. <laughs> but what I don't understand again, you're making hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. What are you doing? You're like, all right, let's go dog fighting. Yeah. Like, how are you not like? I want nothing to do with this. Don't tell me about culture and that 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 that, that he grew up around dog fighting. It seemed normal to him and this and that. There has to be some common sense here where you go, all right, you know what? Maybe I'm going to table the dog fighting. Yeah. Maybe my, my, my factory where I, I sick dogs on other dogs to train them and I beat them and hurt them and string them up. Yeah. Maybe I'll put that on the side while I'm one of the most famous people in the world. Does Michael Vick make the top five? I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, tough, that's a tough call. It just depends how you look at things. I mean, if you ask an animal. Anna D says Johnny Manziel. Johnny well, Manziel. he was just a partier. He's definitely if we see that's where this list gets confusing. If you're just going with scumbaggery and having fun, then Manziel might be on the list. But all right, let's get, let's get, we're going to go to uh, some of the. Uh, we're going to see Jason Varga says Dante Stallworth was driving drunk and ran over an elderly woman on the sidewalk, killing Ooh. her. <laughs> what? Ooh. Oh, dude! So how was he? Ba- was he back in the league? Jason, was he back in the league after he did that? Movie? How did that happen? He was driving drunk and ran over an elderly woman on the sidewalk, but wait, what killing I wanna, her. Was he back in the league after that? Oh, I don't know. We have to, we have to Google that Because the NFL does some weird shit, I have to say. I bet you he – I think he was back in the league. Oh, man. And then uh, Betterton, uh, James Betterton says, uh, Darren Sharper from the Saints – is a dirtbag too? Drugged and raped a bunch of women. Oh yes, this guy. This guy has a list of like he might have more girls than Bill Cosby. This guy. Really? No, he has a list. This guy, Darren Sharper. I remember this story now. Yes, Darren Sharper. He was like a serial rapist. Yeah. He Bill Cosby. That, that's what that would have been a fun list. The top ten scumbags in comedy. Forget <laughs> forget athletes because I don't think there's any murderers. Dude, Darren Sharper should be on this list then. Yeah, Darren Sharper's on the list. Man. So tell me more about this. So he had a list. He had he had a Darren Sharper. If I'm correct, there's like there's multiple multiple women that he Bill Cosby. Wow. Yes. Well, I'm going to credit that one to Jason Varga for pulling that yes, one. Jason up. Varga. Good. Uh, no, call. no. I'm sorry. That was uh, uh, Darren Sharper was uh, James Betterton, uh, the Rolly Club. So thank you, James, for that <laughs> one. Um, Jason Varga 
also has who else? Oh, um, Betterton says Star Wars came back to the Pats after that. See, but this is what I don't understand. Maybe someone can explain Whoa. this to me. So he's convicted of vehicular manslaughter, drunk, killing an old woman. Now I'm not condoning what Ray Rice did. Actually, I was going to bring up Ray Rice to be on this list that he punched a girl, his wife, in the elevator, and he really he socked her. Yeah, he socked her. He like Mike. Ty- By the way, Mike Tyson should be able, but we'll get to him in a second. What is this? Is what I don't understand about the NFL. What's acceptable that you're banned and you're not banned? So this guy murdered somebody drunk, yeah. and killed an elderly woman. Ray Rice had a domestic dispute and he knocked the shit out of his wife, but he's gone forever. Yeah. So why aren't they both gone forever? Yeah. I, I don't understand that about the NFL. That's crazy. Yeah, Ray, Ray Rice. So should Ray Rice be on this list? I mean, he got busted once on camera. On camera because he got a camera. Dude, he he, he sucked that he chick, dude. He unwinded like like it would. Man, he, I wonder what she said. <laughs> I just that's what I always think about when I. What was that conversation like, dude? What could have been that? that, that I mean, how do you hit someone like that? I, I've never hit dude, anyone Tim, in my life. Tim Murphy says Ray Rice had Halloween costumes made after him for the whole year after. <laughs> that's true. That's a Amazing. <laughs> he was such a scumbag. He was like a Halloween costume. You know what I mean? Man, I'll tell you, dude. It's when you think about it. When you think about the level of scumbaggery. What about? Uh, we were, I was talking to Brett last night. Yeah. The 1990s Dallas Cowboys. The as, whole team. As, as a, as a, yeah. I think you know what the 90 Cowboy 86 Mets. The whole teams get on the list. Like dude, that. he said, dude. Uh, he said uh, Nate Newton. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he said. He said he wanted me to search Nate Newton criminal charges, so I will. He said all the ho- all the players had a house. I think they called it like the White House or something. All the players uh, on the Cowboys had a house that they all like had together, where they, they it was just for partying and fucking chicks while their wives were at home. So they had like a their own like little whorehouse that was just sort of like yeah, they just pay the taxes on it and uh, and just bang everybody. Unbelievable. Oh my god, it's, dude! Uh, so let's see. Who, but Mike Ty- is Mike Tyson on the list? He did bite Evander Holyfield zero. Yeah, that's a, that's a scum. That's a scumbag move. I'm gonna put. I just want to put Nate Newton. I just want to look up his uh, his. <laughs> oh my god! Just, like, I'm looking up just, Nate Newton. You know it's just, like weird when when Pete is like, I'm gonna look up Nate Newton, and he looks at something and starts laughing yeah, as he's I, like, oh shit! It's just, it's, just, it's a funny list. Like thinking about. You know, because if you're a professional athlete, you know you're making a lot of money. You're only, you know, you're you're making money just playing a game. You know, it's it, just, your life isn't real. No, it's you, not. You know what I mean? I still can't get over the story that Lawrence Taylor showed up with the handcuffs on because the hooker forgot the key. That's amazing. <laughs> and came to the meeting. That's why he's going to be the highest non-murdering. Um, oh yeah, uh, player on this list. Oh, what about Pete Rose? Pete Rose. Uh, he didn't do anything funny, but he did. Did he bet on his team? Well, no, he bet. He bet. He bet with his team. He didn't, he never bet against his team. He bet with his team. He was a philanderer, but I think there's bigger fish to fry on this Pete list Rose? than Pete okay. Rose. Yeah. Um, let's see. So yeah. So the uh, so Nate Newton uh, sentence on drug charges. I just want to see how. Yeah, so Nate Newton was just kind of in and out of jail for different offenses. Yeah. By the way, while Pete's looking up Nate Newton, don't forget this weekend, Lamley in Beverly Hills, Lamley in Encino, the Aventura, first we take Brooklyn. Come see the movie. Come support us. Sorry. No, it's all good, dude. Uh, the related searches around uh, Nate Newton, if you were to do a, a, a word cloud, 
uh, law, crime, <laughs> judicial, the, judicial event, whatever wait, that Brett means. Is Brett listening right now? Because Brett will know. Who's the cowboy who threw the girl on top of his gun collection and he was he was hitting her or something like that? It's recent. Another another wonderful uh, upstanding citizen. I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the '90s Dallas Cowboys on this list. And I think you add the '86 Mets with the '90s. <laughs> just, just group them together of the shit the '86 Mets did with the '90s Cowboys. Another real piece of shit. By the way, he went to AU. Kermit Washington. Do you know the story of Kermit Washington? No, tell me. Oh my God! You can look at this. You can Google this. There was a fight. He's the. I think he's the only player from AU, our college, American University, to go to the NBA. Yeah. There was a fight on the court, and Rudy Tomjanovich, who is the coach of the Houston Rockets, I can't believe you don't know the story. He's the coach of the Houston Rockets, or was for many, many years. He coached Hakeem Olajuwon, very famous coach. There was a fight. Rudy Tomjanovich came on the court to break it up. Oh, yeah. And, and Kermit Washington unloaded on him. He punched him. Forget the Ray He punched this guy and just shattered his, his whole face. face. Shattered his face. So took that fight to another level. Now, I don't know you want to call that heated a moment, whatever, but I, I, he may be able to add the list. Man, dude, when you shatter someone's face, yeah, that's some different level stuff. Uh, Anna D referring to uh, Michael Vick, she says you can take the millionaire off the street, but you can't take the street out of the millionaire. I don't buy that because if I was a millionaire and I came from the streets, I would be nowhere near the streets. I'd, I'd be, be living I'd be in thankful. Idaho. I'd just be thankful. Of course, you know who you know who has it right, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he just, has, doesn't he have a farm in like Idaho? Yeah, he just has a fucking house, like a big ass house. Yeah, he has a farm. He's in Ohio. It's a fucking. It's just like a regular town. No one's busting his balls about anything. Um, I want to see uh, who else is uh, chiming in here. We got, uh, uh, yeah, Jason Vargas says Kermit Washington cheap shotted uh, Rudy right. J. Um, and then uh, Betterton said, yeah, Pete Rose gets a pass. Pete, Pete Rose, Rose gets, gets a, pass? a pass. Okay, yeah. done. Betterton, uh, what's up? Albert, Albert Hainsworth uh, from the Cowboys, too. And, he's, and he apologizes to Brett. He says uh, he was uh, definitely scumbag worthy. Who's the one who threw the girl on the guns? I don't know, There's man. a crazy story. It happened recently. And then he went back to the team, by the way. He's back on the team, so I think. are you saying there was a pile of guns and then he just threw Something her like onto that. the guns? I wish Brett was listening to this. Or Vargas, somebody, please. There was a guy, a cowboy. I'm going to put Dallas Cowboys throw... <laughs> Throw girl on gun. Girl like, on like, gun. Like, no matter how mad you are, I've been mad in my life. I've never wanted to throw someone on my pile of guns. I'm going to see if anything comes up. Woman alleges uh, Greg Hardy threw there you on go, the Greg couch Hardy. covered in guns. Thank oh, you. you know what? Someone, I think, just chimed in with Greg Hardy Thank on, you. on this. Yeah, so it was Greg Hardy. Uh, yeah, James uh, Von uh, Bronsberg. What a fancy man. James, James Von, Von Bronsberg. It's amazing. Say it one more time with me. James Von, Von Bronsberg. James Von, let me tell you, this, your name sounds so fancy, I guarantee you step out of the shower to pee. Yeah. It's, there is no way. You wear a blue jacket, tan yeah. pants to breakfast. I yeah. wish, I wish I was a Von Bronsberg. Yeah. There is no neuroses. You have no neuroses when you're a Von, it is so non-Jewish. Like, it is so non-neurotic. Like, I think, like, you, you have life figured out as a Von Bronsberg. Dude, that's amazing. That's a, you, I mean, life, life just must be open to you of if you're a Von Bronsberg. I guarantee you're a handsome guy, yeah. you know, like you, 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 you work on Wall Street, Solomon Smith Barney. You have oh. the world by the balls. You know things that only Von Bronsbergs know. You know, like, like I wish. I'm telling you right now. I would, I would tra- forget Pete and trading. But I would trade places with you, <laughs> with you. in 30 seconds. Any, any time. Any time you want. Any time you want. You want to make me a VB? Done. I'm in. I'm in. Dude, Greg Hardy uh, attacked uh, this chicken uh, in his apartment. Uh, she had bruises from head to toe, including head, neck, back, shoulders, arms, legs, elbow, and feet. Uh, 
he pulled her from the tub by her hair, huh. screaming at her uh, that he was going to kill her um, and break her arms and other threats. Uh, and then he drug her across the bathroom and out into the bedroom. He dragged her. Choked her. He drug her. Yeah, that's what she wrote. Uh, he choked her and uh, both hands around the throat while she was lying on the floor. And then he picked me up over his head and threw me onto, not, threw me onto a couch covered in assault rifles By the way, and nothing, shotguns. There's nothing funny about What the fuck is wrong with people? Like, what is who, going on? Why would one human being, this is what I, why would find the need, I don't care how mad you are, to do that to another. I don't to care him. what she did or what the story was or, or what a, you did. Or a woman. How do you punch a woman in the face? I, I don't understand. Like we, I feel like we gave, what's his name, Chris Brown a huge pass. When, when that Rihanna picture came out, and she, I mean, she got housed. She did get housed. I, I, you see, I know you, because you, you probably party with Chris Brown. No, no, no. I don't know Chris Brown at all. I'm not holding back because I, I don't know Chris Brown at all. I, I don't know anybody. And I'm not holding back on the story. There's certain, there's, look, I'm from the train of thought. You have to understand, I'm a person. I've never hit anyone in my life. I'm yeah. not hitting anybody. Right. It's not in my nature. Okay. So like, hitting anyone is wrong. No, when you see the pictures, it's shocking. And I, 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 I don't know. There's certain people. I can't explain it. There's certain people who always seem to get a pass. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if it's right. It's right. Mike Tyson always gets a pass. You know, he's one of those guys. Like, like if Mike Tyson fought today, I'd watch a Mike Tyson fight and maybe cheer him on. Yeah. But he's done some scummy fucking things. And he's like, I can't explain it. You know who should be on this list as a scumbag? Who? Babe Ruth. Really? Babe Ruth was a scumbag? Babe Ruth. He would fuck hookers. He would, like, you know, he was... You know, his smoking and drinking, he was just like, he didn't give a fuck, dude. You know who didn't give a fuck then? We should combine them together. Like, the ultimate was Ty Cobb. Ty, Ty Cobb, Cobb was a racist. He would scream about black people in the locker room. He would, he would, I heard Ty Cobb would wear spikes. You want, this is a crazy story. Yeah. Ty Cobb would sh- sharpen his spikes so when he slid into second base, it was like knives and they dug into the second yeah. baseman's, uh, to legs. I'm going to leave it to whoever's, uh, whoever's with us on this, uh, on this live stream right now. Um, well, how does our list look right now? Well, we have we actually have a good list, but I want you to let me know: Should Babe Ruth or Ty Cobb be on this list? Should Mike Tyson be on this list? I'm going to leave it to the listeners right now. Um, also, uh, Brett wanted me to mention the Cincinnati Bengals in the 2000s. Oh, he said they were fucking just. It was a shit show. It definitely was a shit show. Um, Jason Vargas says Ty Cobb was worse. Um, Chris Brown was uh, spotless before the Rihanna thing. That's what Pierre says about Chris Brown. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. I mean, we have the list. Let me tell you right now. The list yeah. looks really good. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. The look. The the list looks really good. I have a feeling that Ty Cobb. The votes are coming in from the listeners here. Okay. Ty Cobb was worse. Pierre Kelly Vargas says Ty Cobb was worse. Pierre Kelly says Ty Cobb. Uh, oh, James von Bronsberg has chimed in again. Okay. I, whatever, first of all, James, James, I, I, I'm not even, I'm even going to read it yet. I'm just going to tell you right now, whatever this is. It's good. It's, it's golden. fucking golden. 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 He's a fucking von Bronsberg. Of course it's golden. He says, I appreciate that, fellas. I wish all that was true, LOL. Don't break the facade. Yeah, listen, leave the fantasy. Remember, the fantasy is always better than the reality. And so- then he says, also props to Pete on pronouncing my name correctly on the first try. Hey, man, you know, it's not my first uh, rodeo with a... With the Von Bronsberg. Do me a favor. Give the radio voice and say James Von Bronsberg. Live in the studio, we got James Von Bronsberg on the line. Two for Tuesday, sticker stop giveaway, five for five. Amazing. Yo, uh, Betterton says Adam Pac-Man Jones 2. Oh, yeah. 
Well, uh, there's two, by the way. Just remind me, you mentioned a good one to me the other day. Adam Pacman Jones has to be up there. Yeah, Pac-Man. But he's back in the league, too. Yeah. So what do they decide? And then you mentioned the other day Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. The only thing that Ray Lewis that night was wearing a fur coat. Yeah. And I don't buy he's stabbing people in the fur coat. Right, right, he's right. He's not getting right. blood on the fur. And, so, you know, uh, you know, Brett Brett was telling me that he thinks, you know, Ray Lewis is wrongly implicated. But no matter what, when you, when you read that story, it's kind of like you can tell that he was – Ray Lewis was connected to some bad people. To some bad people, um, yeah, and I think he got sort of a pass by a lot of people. Well, if you don't get convicted, you're fine, you know. But that's not true. But you know, wait, OJ didn't. Get OJ convicted didn't get convicted. That's yeah. not true, dude. So Pac-Man. So oh man. So right now we have should Gilbert Arenas be on this list or no? Because we got we got some real scumbags. It depends what level scumbag. The fact he shit in his shoe and pulled a gun. He pulled a gun on someone in the locker room. I think. I mean, should. Pac-Man Jones, though, is what a, did he do exactly? Did he like, shoot somebody? I or? think he was just a general scumbag. Like he's always like has he's a gun in on and out him. Of the league. Oh my I god! Mean, so then, then Josh Gordon was in and out of the league constantly. But that's just drugs, I guess. It, 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 can't ju- just well, be. Let's other. see. Let's see if I can pull up some of Pac-Man's uh, priors. <laughs> It's <laughs> wonderful record. I mean, I mean, he also. I mean, I've heard that like he's just a fucking scumbag. Like he he talks to people like a fucking like like a you know like a truck driver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just not a good person. Las Vegas shooting case and suspension. Yeah, the strip club, I think, I want to say. Legal issues. Okay, when drafted, he was on probation uh, for a fight in West Virginia. Um, felony vandalism stemming from a nightclub altercation in Nashville. Um. He had some issues with the police. He refused to pay for any valet services used that evening because he did not have any money. Scumbag. Scumbag. Pay the valet the two dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're That's, in the NFL. Yeah. Subsequently, the uh, state of West Virginia filed a petition alleging that Jones had not made regular and sufficient contact with his probation office. Blah blah blah. So he had some issues in and out with that, and then uh, in uh, twenty. Uh, August 25th, 2006, during training camp, Jones was arrested in Tennessee for disorderly conduct and public intoxication at a nightclub. After he spat on a woman, he accused of stealing his wallet. <laughs> this motherfucker lost his wallet and then just blamed it on this chick on and chick spat in her face. What do you think this is, this anger P- towards women? Police said they ordered Jones to leave several times, but he refused, continuing to shout profanities at the woman. Well, that's what you do, right? If the police ask you to leave, you decide to stay in the street. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? He people? was cited for misdemeanor assault for allegedly spitting in the face of a female, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, in 2007, on the morning of February 19, 2007, during the uh, All-Star Game, that's when you, the, the NBA All-Star Game yeah. in Las Vegas, which, by the way, I was in Vegas for the 2007 NBA All-Star Game. There's nothing scarier. Well, I was about to say- There's nothing scarier than the NBA All-Star Game being in Las Vegas. Why it is the fucking it's dude, it's the scariest. It's like having the fucking like BET and Source Awards at the same time in Las Vegas. It's it's just a scary vibe. There's just it fucking is a scary vibe. there's there's fucking hood dude, hood rats fly in from all over the fucking country sure. and fucking flex. Of course. And and you I swear to God, dude, and I've lived in Vegas for years. It was the scariest night I've experienced because you, no matter whether you're walking through, like you, you can walk through the Bellagio and you can tell that you're walking by some fucking killers, some real, dude. like some real motherfucking gangster motherfuckers, no, they, dude. They, 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 it was the scary. I was like, dude, because I was emceeing some shit around town that night in, in some of the nightclubs, and I had to hit up two nightclubs, and I'm walking across the fucking. Uh, I went from Bellagio to. Um, 
I went to uh, from Bellagio to uh, the Win, and it was one of the scariest fucking trips I've ever taken. It was like it was nuts, fucking straight up gangsters. I'm bro. sure I remember gangsters. when it was in L.A. I went to the Town Center Mall. During NBA yeah. also, and I looked around and said, holy shit. It's something I can't explain it between the energy, the outfits. It, it's some real street people that follow the NBA All-Star game. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, dude, it's, it's insane. So, uh, in, uh, so Pac-Man, in, uh, during the All-Star game in 2007, uh, he was involved in an altercation with a, a stripper at Minx, a uh, local strip club. Jones and Nelly patronized the uh, club that evening. Uh, Nelly, along with someone known as Richie, Richard Rich, showered the stage with hundreds of $1 bills, uh, making it rain. Jones then joined Nelly by throwing his own money for visual effect. Club promoter Chris Mitchell then directed his dancers to collect the money. According to the club's co-owner, Jones became enraged when a dancer began taking the money without his permission. Oh, of course. That's a scum. Dude, you can't make it rain, rain and, then, say, and then expect to be accountable for single-dollar bills. Unless you didn't want to make it. Maybe he didn't want to make it rain for her. Dude, Pac-Man, Pac-Man's on this fucking Pac-Man. list. He's a scumbag, dude. One thing you'll never see me doing is making it. This does not. This this act in general doesn't make sense to me, dude. Now January two thousand eight, Jones was accused of hitting a woman in a strip club in Georgia on the morning of January third. The woman, Wanda Jackson, was seeking a, an arrest warrant. Now uh, later on, uh, January his Januarys are always rough. January twenty fifteen, Jones was uh, forced to pay eleven million dollars uh, to. To uh, a woman, to to someone about a shooting in Vegas. So, oh yeah, in the in the in the uh, in the Vegas thing where he was pissed about the uh, the the chick grabbing his that's his his stuff. That's when someone got shot. Okay, the guard uh, was shot twice. So so it cost him. So great move, Pac-Man Jones. So your night of fighting and arguing with women and allegedly, I guess you didn't shoot them when you French. It cost you, not only that, it cost you $11 million. Right. What are you people thinking? Yeah, it's insane, dude. He's got charges all the way up to like two days ago. <laughs> On January 3rd, another January, 2017, Jones was arrested in Cincinnati. Dude, I swear, it's, it's, it's eerie. Old, it's old, always old in January. January. Right after New Year's. Um, uh, Jones was arrested in Cincinnati Central District. According to court documents, Jones was arrested around 1 a.m. for obstructing official business, disorderly conduct, blah, blah, blah. So he's, oh, he's a scumbag. I'm going to put – dude, the fact that he's trying to account for dollar bills dollar after thing. you made it rain. But wait, once well, – let me ask you. Once you throw the bills in the air and it lands on the stage of the script club – Yeah. Isn't it fair game? Isn't that any? Isn't that now belong to the dancers? Yeah, like you're not supposed to get that back, are you? I'm not that familiar with the culture of strip clubs, but isn't that? Be- I, w- I would think that belongs to the dancer, no? Yeah, no. It's 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 the it's the it's the fucking chick's money, it's, right? <clears throat> yeah. Once you fucking make it rain, like it's it's on the floor. It's not your money anymore. I remember I was in this club one time in <clears throat> Vegas, and we had a table, and then there was a table, two tables down for us. And like the guys just handed these girls stacks, and they just started making it rain. And the, I couldn't understand. I'm like, who throws money like that? Yeah. What 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 exactly is the point to show that I have so much money I don't give a fuck? But you don't have that much money that you should give a fuck. I mean, like yeah. no one has that much money. Yeah. So people have been chiming chiming in that uh, it's Ty Cobb over the babe. If we were to do that, okay. Uh, Cobb over Mike. Uh, I don't know w- which Mike we're talking about. But wait, can one of you, besides chiming in on the list, tell me that you're coming to see the movie this weekend? Yes. I mean, please, come on, guys. We, I want your support. I want you to come out. Chris Hammond says Ray Carruth. We already have him on the list. Number one. Bob Frigiano says, how about Randy Gregory failing his drug test at the combine? Not sure if that makes him a scumbag other than being an idiot. Yeah, we're dealing with bigger scumbags. Yeah, no, 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 no. Failing yeah, a yeah. drug test. We've moved on from that. 
Uh, Pierre Kelly says Caruth. Yeah, so Caruth is number one um, on on this list right so, now. Okay, so number two has to be OJ slash Aaron Hernandez. Anna Dean's Anna Dean's not says Jose Canseco scumbag, but he was like kind of like a like a clownier scumbag. He's like it was almost kind of cute how because he's like a just a dumb guy who that. did steroids. Yeah, I mean he he had some he had some good he had some high points. Um, James Betterton says, I've contributed two names to the list. I feel honored. I know my scumbag athletes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and then uh, uh, he also says, if uh, Ernst knows about James Butler, the boxer, dirtbag. James Butler. James, but we can look him up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to check that out. James Butler. I'm curious because um, I honestly, dude, I think we have a list. My only question is, do I add Ty Cobb? But if I add Ty Cobb, I'm going to have to bump someone off the list. Well, let's hear the list right now okay. before you start. Sorry. Let's go over this list right now. Okay. Uh, I just want to look up this. Uh, do you want to look up one more? But, ju- no, just. Wait, right, someone's going to top Ray Caruso? All of a sudden, you're <laughs> yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy murdered a school of children. Yeah, and yeah. Like, you, you, it's like an athlete who was at like the fucking Newtown Massacre. All right, so uh, we have at number ten uh, Gilbert Arenas, number nine Lenny Dykstra, number eight Pac Man Jones, number seven the '90s Dallas Cowboys, number six Darren Sharper, number five Mark Chimura, number four LT, number three Aaron Hernandez, number two OJ Simpson, number one Ray Carruth. See, I think that's he, a badass list. That's though. a badass. But I would group. What I could do is to add someone. I would add the entire '86 Mets. Wait, if you're gonna do the '90 Dallas, <laughs> so I would group. This is the way I would do it. I would put Aaron. Hernandez and O.J. Simpson in a group together yeah. because they, w- they both killed people. So that's it. They're, they're together, and I would bump up the 86 Mets, I think. you know, The only <laughs> thing, do you think that Lenny Dykstra is a bigger scumbag than Gilbo? Gilbo Arena shit in a shoe with the, the exact, like we said, you know how hard that is to get that poop in that shoe? That's I, what, I'm going to put... He pulled a gun on someone in the locker I'm gonna room put, over a card game. I'm going to put Gilbert Arenas... I got to say, he goes above Lenny Dykstra. I, I, I'm going to put him there. I'm going to put him thank there. Thank you. Yeah. Because, you know, Lenny was doing more like white-collar scumbaggetry. No, he goes you know on Howard I mean? Stern, though, and he, like, he talks about the fact uh, – he talks about how – like I, I don't even Dude, Lenny Dykstra is such a scumbag. He's on this list twice if we put the 86 Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Dude, you know what? I'm going to put – uh, I'll put Aaron Hernandez with O.J. Simpson. I think so because they both – listen. Because they both – I mean, they both – both killers. Yeah, one got away. You know, one, and they one didn't. Both, I don't think one ranks higher than the other in this right, scumbaggery. Right, like, right, right, right. So uh, at number three, then I'm going to put LT at number three. I'll put LT at number three. I want to come back and just do an LT list, <laughs> dude. LT is such a legend. Uh, and I'm going to put Chimura at four. Oh, Chimura going to the party and sleeping, dude. With the, I mean, the other player's daughter. Yeah, I mean, that's we didn't get correct ages on that. I want to see how old he was. Yeah. But that I mean, that I just is picture like him looking like Mark Gastineau with the slicked hair and like hairy yeah, chest. Yeah, made. yeah. I mean, that's like I mean, th- that's some bad stuff. Sharper, I'm going to put him at five. Okay, and then at number six, I'm going. So who's who are bigger scumbags? Eighty six Mets or the nineties Dallas Cowboys? We have to. I, I think we have to move Sharper up before. If we're really going to go by like crimes, yeah, Sharper has to go before LT because. He drugged and raped a series of women. Yeah. You know, isn't that like up there, I guess? Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. You can't put some funny scumbaggery over a guy who pulled a Bill Cosby on him. Right. I'll put, I'll, I'll move him up. I'll, I'll move Darren Schaefer right. up. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's the thing. I like that this list is civil in the sense that we are, uh, we are definitely putting crimes above. Above. You know, cheap thrills. Yes. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Absolutely. So uh, who are bigger scumbags? Was it uh, the 90s Dallas Cowboys or the 86 Mets? I don't know. I, don't I think, know. I, I, you know, I think maybe the 
Who had better cocaine? That's the real question. And the, 80, <laughs> the 86 Mets, I would imagine. I, I think 80- so. Um, I think we're going to put – I think we're going to put – because – you have Doc and Daryl. They were just in their Dykstra. own Dykstra. I mean, and there was a couple other guys that were just. I wonder partying. how Gary Coleman fit in with that team. Like he does not yeah. look like he belonged. No, he looks like an all-American. Wait, person. about Keith? Uh, Keith Hernandez was a big cokehead too, wasn't he? He got, yeah. he got suspended for doing coke. Yeah. Should we do? We'll do eighty-six Mets. Yeah. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put the Cowboys above the above That's the Mets. That's fine. I think they, they have a longer rap sheet actually yeah. than the Mets. Yeah. Yeah. For doing more real shit. Yeah, I'm gonna put the Cowboys above the uh, the eighty-six Mets, but I'm gonna. I'll tell you what, though. That Pac-Man Jones. I'm going to put Pac-Man Jones above the 86 Mets. That's fine with me. Because, <laughs> dude, that motherfucker. That's crazy. Yo, that is crazy. Like, you can't, you can't make it rain and then, take the money back. and then get mad at the stripper and then shoot up the place. No, no, no. I agree. He's trying to front, dude. He's like, you know, you have Nelly who's making it rain like a gentleman. And then you fucking you have to come out and try to play along, and then get mad that the stripper takes your money. You know who's never made it rain? Who? What's his name again? The 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 great name? Oh, von Bronsberg. Von Bronsberg. Yeah, when you're yeah. von Bronsberg. You do not. You are <laughs> way too classy to no. make it rain. No, you 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 let it you let it drizzle in a very civil you drizzle, way. You're you just, drizzle. You civilly drizzle. Yeah, you civilly drizzle. Yeah. Uh, Pierre Kelly says the White House. Yeah, that's what it was called. The, the 92 Cowboys had an apartment near the facility uh, with coke and whores. Okay, so that so when we say the 90s Cowboys, we're t- we're talking we're including that that 92 year. Yeah, it was called the White House. Unbelievable. Probably because of all the cocaine that they had. So yeah, so the the 80, the, the 90s Cowboys definitely out scumbag the uh, 86 Mets. Um, so, dude, I have a list. I'm going to do uh, Pete's tweets really quickly. Uh, I got to get out of here. But uh, what, what do you got? You know, throw something out there. Real quick. Yeah. Whitney, I'm on it. Don't worry. Pete, engage. Get engaged. <laughs> Marry the girl. Seven years. She wants to get married, Pete. Seven years. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Uh, all right. So uh, Pete's tweets coming in. Uh, guys, make sure you tweet us at YOTL Podcast. Uh, want to uh, shout out? Uh, what the fuck was it? I had something I wanted to share with you guys. Um, fuck. Um, I I fucked up. I don't have it. I don't have it. Well, say say something, dude. While Pete's I, I looking, can't, I can't playing in Beverly Hills at the Lemley Music Hall, Lemley Encino Town Center Five, Aventura Twenty Four in Miami, and Brooklyn UA Sheepshead Bay. Uh, I want to shout out Ryan Jacobs. He said, uh, "Just got to shoot the shit with Brett Ernst about uh, about for a half hour. No, about an hour after his set at UCSB. What a real dude! Everything you hear on you're on the list podcast is 100 percent Brett. Thanks for not ripping uh, too hard on the creepy old guy." Uh, hashtag YOTL, hashtag Pete's Tweets. I want to shout out uh, Ryan Jacobs. That's a cool little story, dude. Um, I also want to shout out, uh, I had a, God damn it, dude. I'm just really fucking up today. Uh, Fifty Shades of Jay, Jay Tan. He was hilarious. Some of the, his favorite quotes of last week's podcast when we were talking about the shape of water. Brett said, I saw the movie where the girl fucks the fish. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I said, and I said, <laughs> <laughs> I can just see that coming. Yeah. Yo, I just got out of shit. How was it? Yeah. It was good. She fucked the fish. And then I said, I heard the guy who plays the sea monster, he plays a lot of superheroes. That's it. So that was a very – and then he, he hashtags it, uh, Brett and Pete at the movies. You think that guy has to explain to people that he, like he, when he wants to flex, he's like, yeah, I was the fish in Shape of Water. Well, dude, that guy, his name is um, – God, I, I heard him on uh, – I heard him being interviewed – He's done a bunch of – he's, like, been in a bunch of movies as, like, the superhero. 
hero. He has like you know his 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 face is always so no obscured. one knows who he is. No one knows who he is, but he's in everyone's favorite movies. Like so like, like everyone like it. Marvel movies. He's made it. He's like he just can't flex big time. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, waiting yeah. in line to get yeah. into the club. His Being name, like I'm the fish in shape of wood. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out. Of here. He has the same name as that uh, that senator who um, who lost that Alabama race. Roy Moore. Roy Moore. Yeah. I think that's his name. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. The guy who won that race. It's not Roy Moore. It's he has the same name as the guy who won that. Na- I love that we remember Roy Moore's name, but Who's we can't remember. Roy Moore? He almost won. The crazy thing about that race, he almost won. Yeah. What was the the, the guy who? It was Roy Moore. Um, I got to think of this guy's name. Doug Jones. That's the guy's name. Doug Jones. He's the one who he, who, who won that seat. But so Doug Doug is- Jones is also the name of this dude. dude. And he's just he's dude. just a dude. No one. Why would you go? You're an actor. Try and try and forget Doug. Jo- Who, who's going to remember Doug Jones? Yeah. It's the most common name. But this the- guy, dude, this guy says that he's able to be in these movies. He makes a shit ton of money. He works with all the, you know, Hollywood's best. Sure. Yet he can he, he can walk through the mall. No one fucking knows who he is, and you know, That's he still a, goes to the mall. It's a blessing and a curse. You think he looks at Brad Pitt and he's like, "Why the fuck am I not known like this guy?" You know, I, I don't know how. It he works. said in the beginning it was like that. You know, he kind of had some resentment towards it, but then afterwards he's like, "Now he's like, I don't need that." That's he goes, "I'm just so happy I can live both lives." I think it's fucking cool as hell. It is cool as hell. Um, a couple of things I want to plug. I'm going to be on a show called Slices D'Amour, uh, Valentine's Tales of Wo- Love and Woe. It's at the uh, Complex, the Ruby Theater at the Complex on Santa Monica Boulevard. Make sure you guys come out uh, if you're in the L.A. area. Uh, a show, An 8 o'clock show on Friday, uh, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Uh, go to uh, fucking just call a number. Just, you're is, in the show, it, Whatever. Just, just text me. I'll give you the details. Yeah, I'm doing a scene. I'm doing a scene with Whitney, actually. Nice. It's a collection of scenes that have to do with, you know, sort of love, relationships, and what have you. Is and your I'm doing... scene about a girl who wants to get married after seven years and you still won't propose? <laughs> Now my my scenes about uh, my scenes about a uh, you got to come come see the show. It's, all it's right, a you lot don't want to give a sneak peek? No, I'm not going to give. I'm not going to give you any any okay, any no monologue. Hands, no, okay, no problem. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So if you're in the LA area, come out see your boy acting on stage. It's been a while. Um, and then uh, and that's it, man. Do you have anything else you want to plug? You got you got your your, your times Absolutely. in. I got my times in, guys. Uh, Beverly Hills, Encino, uh, Aventura. Let's go this weekend. First, we take Brooklyn, starring Danny A. Abikazer, uh, Harvey Keitel, Eduardo Ballerini, Stevie Gutman, John Carlo, uh, Annalyn McCord, Charlotte McKinney. Come on, guys. Big, big weekend. Let's go. I love it. Uh, all right, so guys, this is the top 10 scumbag athletes. At number 10, we have Lenny Dykstra. Number 9, Gilbert Arenas. Number 8, the 86 Mets. Number 7, Pac-Man Jones. Number 6, the 90s Dallas Cowboys. Number 5 is Mark Chimura. Number 4 is LT. Number 3, Darren Sharper. Number two, OJ Simpson and Aaron Hernandez. Fucking double homies. And number one, biggest scumbag of them all. Dude, when you're getting charged with fucking disfigurement of a child with some whatever we said before, you're Ray Carruth. Ray Carruth. You fucking scumbag piece of shit. Uh, so yeah, those are the, the top ten scumbag athletes. Uh, make sure you go to at YOTL Podcast. Follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And you- you can find me at steviegutman.com and may I wish you all the best and that you never wind up on any list with Ray Cruz. Yeah, buddy, yeah. So listen, I'm going to do an awkward thing where I'm going to leave the room right now and turn off uh, all of this stuff. So I'm going to let you close the show out. <laughs>
So just wow. yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you what we call it's going to be called it's, it's called Gutman's Corner. We're right. going to give you we're going to give you like 30 seconds to just you know spill something off the top of your head. Don't plug anything. You've done enough plugging. Okay, you think just, I've done you, enough plugging? Yeah, just give me give me like you know like a like a like a, a fortune cookie of of Gutman. You know what I mean? Something of Stevie G that like you know a thought that we can we can leave with the listener. Like a potpourri of sentiment. Make sure you call your mom, but yeah, listen to Stevie. Okay. Maybe I can call my mom for the 30 seconds. We can, you can get her on the podcast. Well, guys, be good to each other. We're living in difficult times right now. And uh, it's time that we understood each other a little bit more. And that's about it. I don't know. I don't have that much, but I wish you all the best. Thank you for putting up with me for an hour. Pete, I love you. Brett, I wish you were here. Guys, by the way, they only bring me back like once every three years, I notice now. And I happen to be one of the most popular guests. So bust their balls. This is the 30 seconds I want to give you. I want you to bombard them. I actually think I should be the third host of this fucking show. 